Hello, leaders, and welcome to Connections, the podcast. Today, we're listening in as Jennifer Iverson and Sarah Ferraro talk about how to lead great discussions. Whether your group is meeting online, in person, or some combination of the two, let's think about how we can engage moms in discussions that are meaningful and lead to deeper relationships. We know that if you haven't already, a lot of your groups are starting up. And um, whether that means you are face-to-face or you are meeting together online, there are gonna be many discussions being had. So truly, I think we've said this before, but our mantra for this year is to be low on production and high on connection. So now is truly the time where we have to be even more intentional in providing meaningful discussions with our moms and even our leaders just as a team. So that really kind of leads us into our first main point that Jen's gonna take off with as we just talk about like meaningful and what does that even mean? Yeah, so, um, you know, we had that whole engaging moms and meaningful conversations, like that's what we want to do. It sounds like this big, you know, thing, but really meaningful just means that it has purpose, um, that there's a, a point to the conversation. Um, and I think um, it was, it's something that will engage everyone. And during our time here, we're going to talk about just exactly how do you engage everyone? But meaningful means that everybody's engaged. And I think the other thing that it is, is that it impacts the participants. So everybody that's um, part of the discussion, it makes them think, it makes them grow. Like they don't walk away from the conversation going, well, there's 30 minutes, I'll never get back. Like it, it <laughs> means something to them, you know? Um, and I think when we're thinking about discussion um, from a standpoint of MOPS, we really want to see that meaningful means the conversation can start out kind of light and get to know you. Um, and then it can move to a deeper, more spiritual place. Um, you know, we know that our goal is relationships and connections. And the only way we get those connections are by deep, deeper conversations. And our other goal is to introduce moms to Jesus. And the only way we do that is by actually bringing him up. And so the idea is that discussion will move that way. And that's, I think, one of the things that I love about MOPS International is that we know that that's um, kind of a proven way to build connection. And so we build that into our discussion questions that we give you for each of the topics. So, and I see yeah. Brett asked your, um, what you had said, low on production, high on connection. Connection, yes. So, yeah. Okay, so today we're going to talk about four ways to create these meaningful discussions. Sarah, why don't you take us off with the first one? Yes. Okay, so first one is to create a welcoming place. And this truly goes for either face-to-face or online gatherings. And before I kind of dive in, one thing I just want to acknowledge, and I know we've said it before, but I feel like we just need to keep reiterating this, is that if you are having to shift and meet 100% virtually, we know that virtual meetings and virtual fatigue is a real thing, but you just have to keep in mind the fact that you're still providing connection is huge because isolation is gonna have 
way more long lasting negative effects on us moms um, than virtual fatigue is, right? Sign me up for a Zoom time and more than just being alone by myself and just starting to feel those like blue feelings. That is not what we want. That's why connection is huge. And it kind of just goes back to this idea of it doesn't matter how we gather, but that we do gather. And so we're just excited that you guys are on board with that. Okay, so create a welcoming space. Some of these are going to be obvious, but it's something that we always have to be reminded about, right? So obviously, welcoming space. You need to have a smile on your face, guys. Even if you were up all night, (laughs) do your best and just have a smile. You know, even if you're tired, you can say it but just showing them that you are excited to see them, whether that's you're getting to meet face-to-face. If you have a mask on, then that's a little bit more challenging, I will admit. Online, you won't have to have a mask, so just enter with um, a smile, have some energy. It just kind of helps the moms feel like, okay, I'm excited to be here. I'm committing my time to this, and it's gonna be worth my while. Something just as far as a tip for continuing that welcoming idea for more of a specific virtual time. The benefit of Zoom, obviously, is that the names are on the screen. Now, sometimes the mom might have the child's name because we're doing so much distance learning right now, but I think you'll be able to figure that out real fast. But as moms pop on, acknowledge them, you know? Hey, Anna, how are you? So excited to see that you're here as each person kind of pops on because it just makes them, again, feel so welcomed and that you see them and they're not just this kind of invisible person on the screen. So another tip, you know, have a fun question. I usually like to ask, all right, guys, what is the biggest mess that you had to clean up today? And you just immediately (laughs) kind of dive into that motherhood uh, life, right? Hashtag mom life and just get to kind of like commiserate on what you might've experienced together. It just completely um, immediately kind of uh, makes you laugh, right? But then know that you guys are in this together. Cause truly you guys set the tone, you know, and your first, and I I say that not to put pressure on, but for that first meeting, um, it kind of is a, a make or break for the mom that's attending. And if she is not able to fill welcomed. Um, And some of these moms, if they're new, I mean, I can't, I've heard so many stories of the new mom that is so nervous to enter in to a mops group because they just don't know anybody. And they just, we've all been there, you know, and the stories of the mom that's like in the car and like, doesn't know if she could even get out, you know, so just, you want to be able to be so welcoming immediately. Okay. Also, If you are meeting face-to-face, something that I wanted to say, and this speaks into the uh, low on production, high on connection, is that I know that sometimes we can get really caught up in wanting the space to be beautiful. But that is the freedom that, you know, ironically, it's silver lining that COVID has given us. We, our group can't even have tables. It's not allowed at our church. We get to meet at the church, but we literally are going to be in chairs circled together with no table. So there's no um, centerpiece. I know for some of you, especially hospitality, you're like, no, this cannot happen, but it's okay. You know, you're gonna save money. It's actually less of a bit of a distraction. And again, we are just focusing in on the connection. So just your welcoming space will be fine if we don't have all of our fluff. It's a good fluff 
but we're just not going to have a lot of this like that this year, stuff. and that's okay. Exactly. Okay, two more things really fast, just within the welcoming. I know that a big question sometime, sometimes can be, how do I redirect somebody that might be kind of known as the chatty Kathy, <laughs> right? That can be a challenge. We've yes. all been there. We've all had that experience. So I think that it's okay to be able to say, oh my goodness, you know what? That is awesome. Like you honestly, probably, especially if she's truly a chatty Kathy, you got to cut her off, but you just say, you know what, for time's sake, and we want to get to some of these other questions. I'm just going to cut us off for now. Sherry, or I don't know, it's the only name that could come to mind. Obviously, I work with Sherry. Sorry, Sherry. I made you the chatty Kathy of this scenario. But thank you so much for sharing. We're going to move on to our next question. Like, if you do it bubbly and just kind and with love, it is okay. She will be fine. Um, if she starts up again, you know, that can be a challenge. But for the next question, maybe you call out somebody, you know, and kind of cut her off from being the first one to answer the next question. So I think the other challenge sometimes um, can be when we're talking about just discussion is how, what if I ask a question and then it's pretty much kind of crickets, right? Yeah, I like to say exactly. the cricket feeling. <laughs> it's never a good feeling. I think that initially, obviously you as a leader could share first, but something else that you could do, which is a tip I like to say is to stage an answer. So usually we know what the questions are gonna be ahead of time. Right. So if you know your moms and you know that a particular mom probably has a good answer for that question because you know a little bit about her story, there's nothing wrong with just touching base with her ahead of time and just saying, hey, would you mind actually responding immediately to this question so that we can kind of get the conversation rolling? Right. And you don't have to, to sit to wait in that kind of like cricket atmosphere. Um, and then for a shy mom, too you can easily just say, hey, Jessica, what did you think about that? And that she still easily could be like, you know what, I just don't know, and I'm super tired, and that's fine. But, <laughs> but you can just, yeah, she answered, and you're giving her an opportunity, and you are. It, part of it is kind of like trying to challenge them a little bit in that moment to um, share something that they might be thinking. So those are kind of the tips on I love it. Chatty Kathy and the crickets. <laughs> well, and I think of a third person that kind of leads into my next tip. And that third person is kind of the person that's a complainer. So um, oh, think true. Of yes. reality for a second. Our second point to um, create meaningful conversations is to create a safe place. And so mm -hmm. for that complainer personality, I think sometimes it's really good if we establish some ground rules, um, whether you are meeting virtually or you are meeting in person, it's good to have everybody on the same um, same place, you know. So you yeah. want to um, you want to maintain this supportive environment, one where there's no bashing of other people, no gossiping, um, but where you. But at the same time, we don't want moms to feel like they can't bring a problem. So I thought of like, um, you know, sometimes you'll have people that'll complain about their husbands or, you know, their mother-in-laws or something like that. And so I thought there's a big difference between saying to your group in a discussion, um, anybody have some good tips for how I can really connect with my mother-in-law? You know, is there a good way that I can um, have a good conversation with my mother-in-law? rather than saying, oh my gosh, my mother-in-law is constantly commenting on everything I say. There's a difference <laughs> in that. So Big difference. 
I always like using that as an example because it feels a little less personal than the one about a husband. <laughs> but, you know, and not, yes. not all of our moms are married either. So that's something mm -hmm. else to keep in mind. But that whole concept of not bashing somebody, but not avoiding the issue either. We want to come looking for solutions, not complaining about it. So that's one ground rule. Another ground rule is that it needs to be um, confidential that the things you talk about in your discussion need to stay at MOPS. Like what happens at MOPS stays at MOPS. That's what I was trying to say. But from a standpoint- Good job not saying Vegas. General, well, whatever. That, 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 that's, a, that's a true statement too, although it's really not. Anyway, um, the third thing I think we need to think about is that our conversation, and this harkens back to the supportive environment, but we really need to have those um, grace-filled conversations, particularly around those hot button topics. And you know what I'm talking about. We're talking about election. You think of schooling choices. Um, there's a big debate about vaccinations. Like there's all of these hot button topics. You know what they are for your community and your group. And I think the best thing that we can do is remember that in each of those, like you think about, um, vaccination choice. You you kind of, we'll, we'll go with the polarizing things here. You've got the moms who say don't vaccinate and the moms who say you have to vaccinate. Both of those moms have the same purpose in mind. They want healthy children and they've come to the conclusion that this is what it means to have a healthy child. And so to, to remember that you have to give that person grace for their opinions, their thoughts, their research, and your discussion group time is not a time to try and change their mind. That's just not right. the place for it. Not the place for it. Not, not the, the time place. place. No. <laughs> the other thing I think when we're talking about creating a safe place is you need to think about security, which um, kind of seems a little odd if you're talking about in person, but there's a couple things that I want to think about. One, obviously you need to think about security for where you are meeting um, and not, you know, this goes back to, to internet safety. You can talk about meeting at, uh, at your church at a certain time, um, but you don't need to make all the details of that um, public on your, your, like your social media pages. If you're going to meet in a park, don't post all of that broad. Say, hey, we're going to have a park meetup. If you want to join us, message us. Um, if you are meeting online, you don't need to put the link to join on your public page. You can send that individually to moms, whether it's email, text, or if you have a private Facebook. Um, so keep in, in mind those things. Also, if you're meeting in person and you have to wear a mask, um, I don't know about you, but I feel like I have to almost yell when I'm wearing a mask trying to talk to somebody. Like, I, mm. you know, I'm getting really old. Like, I can't hear them. They, no, I feel the same. So maybe I'm old. Uh, I don't know. They were both old. But so think about the fact that if you're having these meaningful conversations, but you have to, your setup means you have to wear a mask. Is it possible to spread out more? Can you be in different rooms within your location? Um, can you spread out enough that you could take your mask off or at least spread out enough that if you're having to yell, it, 
the noise level is not increasing exponentially in the room. And suddenly, not only are you hearing the, the deep conversation at your table, or maybe it won't even get that deep because people feel like they're having to yell, but you're also hearing the conversation from everybody else around you. So that's another one um, to figure, to think about when you're thinking safety in person. And then, like I said, when you're talking about safety online, all of the platforms that we've talked about, whether it's Teams or Zoom or anything, they all have built-in security. So you can do unique links to that, that particular meeting. You can set passwords. Even our Mama Meetups, our new Mama Meetups, we have our own built-in security for that. Yes, we do, Jen. <laughs> I'm feeling a commercial break coming on. <laughs> what do you think about that? <laughs> I think you're excited about Mama Meetups. I am so excited about Mama Meetups, but that is a perfect segue to just talk about them for just a minute. And really, you guys, the Mama Meetup platform is awesome in the sense that the member site is how these moms are going to get to their groups. So you don't have to send a link out or any of that, which to me feels really freeing and it's just all that more secure, which I know we all like, you know, security is a big deal right now. Um, but just speaking of mama meetups, obviously they are live. So moms can join the groups. I think we currently have about 50 groups already, but you also can lead a mama meetup. So if there's interest there at all, if you're just curious, you'd love to hear more about what that commitment looks like. But if you wanted to, you can even just email me Sarah with an H at mops.org. So Mama Meetups is really exciting. And, um, you know, something else just to touch on really fast is that membership too. We have some new membership tiers that are also live. You can go to the website. We've just updated it all. And it's very clear on what each tier offering has. And so we're just excited about it. So check that out as well. Um, monthly content bundles and even just some virtual prayer gatherings um, and some more surprises as well that you can go check out. But we're really excited about all that. And Mama Meetups, you have to be a member. Um, so that's something just to note. And um, yeah, tell your moms because these are specialized groups too. You know, we've got we've got one that's just can be general for any mom. She's like, I just want to meet moms. But then ones that are pretty specialized, like for a mom that might have special needs kids or the working mom, you know, just these these different seasons of motherhood where conversation, you're just going to feel probably a little bit more known because you're all in the same season. So exactly. that really excites me too. Yeah. yeah. I love that you can access, um, that you'll be able to access your meetup from the member site because yes. it's like it's all in one place. Um, and Leanne asked about the membership. You can watch the comeback tour. Um, yes. That you do not need a membership for. Um, but you do need a membership to participate in meetups. Well, if you get to do a commercial, I get to do a commercial. Okay, that's only fair. Okay, thanks. So um, <laughs> for our leaders, I want to remind that we have um, a great leader training site with all sorts of specialized training just for our um, leaders. So we have our first one where you can get MOPS leader certified that is our all about MOPS course. It takes less than an hour to complete. But then when you're thinking about leading discussions, no matter what leadership position you hold, we have two great courses. One is actually called 
the leading discussions course. And the other one is a course called Group Dynamics, and it really helps you understand how a group works together. So two great courses to take. They don't take very long. They're video-based, but quite honestly, very often I will push play on a video and then I'll be cooking dinner or folding laundry. I'm doing other things while I'm listening to it. Good stuff. All right. All right. Okay. Back to our scheduled program. Back to our regular scheduled program. Back to <laughs> you in the studio. I'm just kidding. Creating a welcoming space. We've done create a safe place. What's number three? Number three is to create an honest space. And so, you know, from the get-go, I go something Jen said, I, I think that it's really important for this honest space for you to just come out and just acknowledge what Jen kind of said, like we're in a current climate where everybody is on a different spectrum, just in regards to COVID-19, how people are operating their lives right now. But I love Jen's analogy of the vaccine, because I feel like this is nothing new, really. Like mm -hmm. as we navigate motherhood together, we really all can do things very differently, but it's just important to um, communicate to your moms that however we mother, and even if it's different, that's okay. And each of us, all of us have something to bring to the table. I know that I am gonna always learn something from somebody even if it feels like they do things very differently for me, right. there is always something that I can learn. And that to me is just a beautiful, the beautiful thing about mops and the right. whole reason why it's so important for us to be in it together with people that aren't exactly like us, right? Because if we're just around people that are exactly like us, there's no growth that right. comes from that because we're just like doing the same thing together. Um, I think it's great for you to be able to relay that to your moms because that just makes them feel like, okay, like I can breathe a little just because like I might do it very differently. I don't need to feel like I can't share that. Um, right. And that's just like coming from an honest place, right? Okay, right. so that's kind of number one, I guess you could say. Number two <laughs> though, would be as the leader, you need to be able to go deeper yourself. I'm a firm believer that we need to come out and we need to be transparent because nobody likes it when it feels like somebody has it all together. And from the beginning, if you can come from a state of vulnerability, that just opens the door for your moms to know that it's an honest and safe place and they can do the same. So it does not have to be your immediate life story. It can be as simple as, I mean, truly, like even for myself, yesterday I was telling Jen, like it was just a crazy day with my kids. I yelled way more than I would love to admit. And then at the end of the day, then you just sit and sulk and just the mom guilt, right? So just even just being honest and real about something as simple as that, just within motherhood, that I would hope would make you guys want to lean in. And you're like, yes, me too. You know, it's those me twos. That's a huge part of just you guys building relationships and trust um, for that honest space. Okay, next, I would say, you know, don't be afraid to ask questions too and make them think about kind of the now what again I think I mentioned it before challenging them a little bit just within that honesty and not having them sit in it and try and challenge them to kind of come out of it and rise out of it right and then this next point actually is probably the most important uh for an honest space as a leader I think that you need to be a very good listener yeah. and have your ear open to what they are saying remember it 
you know, watch their body language, kind of have a pulse on kind of, you know, body language is everything. So even if somebody's not even speaking, I think that you could truly kind of realize, okay, something might be going on there. And then the next part would be to follow up. Mm-hmm. Don't just yeah. let what was shared at that time stay there. Uh, you know, text, email, give a phone call, however you best connect on those off meetings is critical for those moms. And it just, you know, it feeds into the welcoming component, all of those things. And that even goes like, again, like we're talking about this and I know it seems very like table discussion group leader focused, but this is for anybody. This is for all leaders, the tips that we're kind of giving on just leading discussions, even just for a coordinator. um, You know, whenever I met a new mom, I would have my notepad. I didn't write her name while I'm talking to her by any means. But after I talked to her, I would quickly write her name down because then I could remember to just follow up and send an email and just say, it was so nice to meet you. I'm so glad that you're here. But just tapping into that honest space for that new person, just so that, again, they feel loved and that they can be honest about how they're feeling, even if they felt nervous for the first time arriving. Well, and I think that led really well into the fourth point, which is to create a place they want to come back. And yes. those kind of connections like that, when you can ask some of those follow-up questions to your discussion or things they mentioned in passing, you know, if somebody mentions they're taking their kid to the doctor on Tuesday, call them on Wednesday and say, hey, how'd it go? You know, and, and I will admit with you, I am the kind of person that has to write those things down because mm-hmm. the I don't, I've, I can't even keep my own schedule Sometimes even let alone try and remember yours. So I do, I make notes, I make notes in my phone, you know, your contacts in your phone even has a spot for notes. So you can, Mm -hmm. I put reminders on my calendar, like things that I need to to follow up on. So um, use those tools that you have. I think another way that we can create a place that moms want to be at and want to come back to is incorporating some of that fun. I mean, like you said, not to put pressure on you as the leader, but (laughs) you do have to have some of that energy and some of that fun. Um, And there are so many tools which to do that because I am not sort of that natural bubbly. I mean, I would far rather be the behind the scenes person making sure, you know, everybody's got forks and, you know, (laughs) that is my personality. And so I have to utilize things like our meeting plans that have fun ideas for each meeting. Um, I utilize our Pinterest board with lots of um, kind of get to know you game ideas. There are so many that you can Google for ideas. So many. Virtual ideas. I mean, because the whole world went virtual, you have basically the creativity of the world that came in and came up with fun virtual games. Think of hiding things in your background. Like, could you have a Mops magazine on your shelf or, you know, something (laughs) behind you that somebody's like, hey, I see that, you know. Lots of things like that. Have a scavenger hunt. Even if you're online, you can give moms, hey, go find these things. And the first few people back, you know, with it, get a gold star. You don't even have to give out prizes. Just give them a gold star. We love a gold star. So 
think of some ways, some of those ways to incorporate fun. And then be personal. And you touched on this before, you know, use their name. Um, if their kid wanders into the, the picture, say hi, you know, you can, mm -hmm. you can um, normalize that. I mean, honestly, we've all had to be super flexible right now. The honest truth is um, the mailman's going to come to my door and the doorbell's going to ring and my dog is going to go berserk. And that is just normal life, you know. Um, I've seen people's cats walk in front of the screen. <laughs> There's just so many strange things that happen in our houses. And so be flexible with some of that. Don't feel like it has to be all uptight and professional. We're all used to seeing each other in our homes. And we start noticing things like, Sarah, did you move your plant? I mean, the, you start to notice these things about your house or hey you're in a different room so just enjoy that make it personable and be flexible and then i want to reiterate what you said before about connecting in between times because our meeting times are you know maybe an hour or two hours twice a month like they're not a big chunk of time. I saw a graphic on one of the MOPS positional pages and it was just a grid of squares and they all the squares were yellow and then there were two that were blue and it was mm -hmm. these are the only two hours that were at MOPS. Your time connecting is all <laughs> of this. Like it gives some perspective that um, you need those texts in between to say, hey, how's it going today? Send the funny meme that makes you laugh. Just send it to your table and say, this made me laugh, thought it would make you laugh too. Um, mm -hmm. uh, make a make an old fashioned phone call. You know, I don't know <laughs> that I would answer the phone sometimes if you call. I want to tell you all, Sarah, I like FaceTiming. Awesome habit of all of a sudden my phone will go off and it's Sarah FaceTiming me and I'm like, <laughs> I'm a big FaceTimer. You are. Or Marco Polo. Like, I yeah. relearned Marco Polo during COVID. And so, Boxer, mm -hmm. I mean, there are lots of options for ways to connect um, in between. I think one way I'm going to call, um, call it a bonus tip for making it a place they want to come back to, and that is that you need to be respectful and end on time. Like, mm -hmm. if you say your meeting is an hour, don't after 90 minutes continue talking, even if people are loving it. My husband has this, um, when we go places, whether it's like an amusement park, when we can do these things, um, or go to the lake or something like that. My husband says, we need to leave while everybody is still having fun so that they mm -hmm. want to like, don't wait until everybody is like in pure meltdown mode and don't want to be there anymore. <laughs> you have to end it while everybody's still enjoying it. So be respectful and end on time. So just a quick recap, you know, welcoming space, the obvious smile, some energy, um, but really the main part of being welcoming is continuing to engage people within your discussion time. And that leads into the meaningfulness. Um, second was a safe space and then honest space. And then lastly, what Jen just touched on was a space that they want to come back to. You know, I just want to thank you for continuing the good fight to keep connection 
alive. And Hebrews 10, 24 through 25 says, and let us consider how we may spur one another on towards love and good deeds. Let us not give up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but let us encourage one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. So thank you again for just leaning into the fact that it doesn't matter how we gather, but that we do gather. I've been saying this to a lot of our mama meetup leaders and just volunteers in the sense that remember that you are an essential part of every mom's story, whether that is online or face-to-face. -face. And the most powerful component that I love about that is that all the love of Jesus that you pour into the mom, it does not stop with her. It yeah. spills over to her children and their children and their children. And that is so impactful. And that is the why. That is the why we do all of this. So it's a huge reminder. And again, we just thank you so much. So Jen, why don't you go ahead and just pray us out? Yeah, I will. I want to add one other thing that you reminded me of when you were saying that. And that is, I know that as um, leaders, we're looking at you know the number of moms that are wanting to participate. And it may look like your numbers are lower. And we know yeah. that and we get that. Um, so I want you to think about this. I, um, I started a mobs group several years ago and on the very first day, I only had one mom show up and there was part of me that was like, oh, should I do this? Like I have all this stuff planned. Do I still do what I have planned? Do I just sit and talk with her and then do what I have planned next week? And you know what? We went just as if she was the only person that was supposed to be there. I want mm -hmm. that space, that welcoming space. I wanted it to be meaningful for her. So whether you have one person that shows up or 100 people that show up, you want to make sure that they know it's worth it. You're doing it for them. God is bringing the women that need to be there. It does not matter. About it doesn't matter who or how many yeah. exactly. All right, yeah. let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we just want to thank you for this opportunity and um, for technology that allows us to connect like this. Um, I thank you also for MOPS International that has um, brought us all together in this sisterhood, um, this motherhood of uh, leadership as well. Um, and Lord, these are super strange days. We're just going to admit that straight out. Um, some of these days are super hard, like it feels every task feels a little more difficult sometimes. I mean, even going to Target requires extra step. Mm -hmm. But Lord, I pray that you would help us to remember that our goal is connection, connection to each other and connection to you. Help us uh, to be full of grace for each other, that we would notice the little things. Um, give us eyes to see those moms that are hurting, the moms that have a need that we can even just um, step in and say, I see. Lord, I pray that you would give us strength for these days, um, that you would remind us uh, just how much you love us. And then Lord, help us to love even that most difficult mom. I pray that you would help us to chase joy daily and see your goodness in all of this and see that this really is an adventure. Help us to rise to the challenge of leading and connecting in this season and to joyfully serve you as we serve all of the moms in our communities. And Lord, we just thank you for all of this in your name. Amen. I thought we could just end with a simple challenge for you all, because I think that all of us have to continue to um, focus on personal growth, right? 
we have to grow as a leader to be able to have more to give. And so I would challenge you as you are entering this new season of MOPS to maybe prayerfully consider something that is a little bit maybe more vulnerable and out of your comfort zone that you would be willing to share with either your table or your group, however that looks of whatever role you are in leadership. Um, so consider that, note it, and maybe think of something that, or even pray about it that maybe God would put on your heart because th that thing that you're gonna share, you never know how it might impact who you're sharing it with. Yeah. And honestly, if you think about it ahead of time, I can almost guarantee you God will provide an opportunity for you to share it. Yes. Yeah. All right, you guys. Right. Thank you, ladies. We love you. Bye, Sarah. See you next time. <laughs> Bye.